So how many of you after yesterday actually went out to that fine worldwide web and searched the Catechism of the Catholic Church and read about prayer? Question mark. Crickets. <laughs> there is so much wealth and knowledge in that beautiful catechism. Anything you question, you can go there and find out the reasons why we believe what we believe. It's a beautiful resource. And I want to continue a little bit beyond what prayer is that we started, right? Yesterday, listen to yesterday's podcast. I think it's something like, I don't have time or know how to pray. By the way, I just figured out how to get this daily podcast onto YouTube. So if you are a subscriber on YouTube, you will also find a little reminder, hopefully, <laughs> coming through YouTube with this podcast that you can listen to. There's no video. And then last but not least, I just want to remind all of you that I would really love your help to introduce me to parishes or conferences or things in your neck of the woods for two reasons. Number one, to get me out of this house and to see people and to meet people because honestly, that is what drives me. That is what fills my soul is meeting everyone and speaking in front of a live audience so I can see the tears and laugh with you and see what's really going on. So I want to thank you in advance for those who are praying on that and put it on their heart. And again, all you have to do is tell your pastor or whoever co coordinates these events that I'm easy peasy. I have no setup. Don't even need a microphone. My voice carries. I just need an hour for my story or I can get into more deep things about prayer, how we are called to pray the different types of prayer, which we're going to talk a little bit about today because prayer is complicated. And if you remember from yesterday, it's a gift from God. It's a covenant and it's communion. And it is the basis of a Christian life. So we're going to continue on with a little bit more on prayer because I think it's important that we know what prayer is. Okay, I'm going to part four, still on Christian prayer, but I'm in the universal call to prayer. You know we're all called to be saints. There is not a saint ever who didn't have not just a prayer life. Ooh, that was my stomach that gurgled in case you heard that. <laughs> not just a prayer life, but a true contemplative prayer life, like deep Okay, the universal call to prayer. Man is in search of God. In the act of creation, God calls every being from nothingness into existence. Crowned with glory and honor, man is, after the angels, capable of acknowledging how majestic is the name of the Lord in all the earth. Even after losing through his sins his likeness to God, Man remains an image of his creator and retains the desire for the one who calls him into existence. All religions bear witness to men's essential search for God. That's pretty cool. God calls man first, 
man may forget his creator or hide far from his face. He may run after idols or accuse the deity of having abandoned him. Yet the living and true God tirelessly calls each person to that mysterious encounter known as prayer. Thank you, God. He's constantly calling out to us. It's time for us to move our feet and start walking toward him so that he can truly guide our ways. In prayer, the faithful God's initiative of love always comes first. Our own first step is always a response. Okay, how crazy is that? I didn't know that they were going to say the first step before I went off on my little tangent. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for putting the words in my mouth. As God gradually reveals himself and reveals himself, whoops, duh. As God gradually reveals himself and reveals man to himself, prayer appears as a reciprocal call, a covenant drama. Through words and actions, this drama engages the heart. It unfolds throughout the whole history of salvation. So again, we are made for prayer. We got to kind of get out of our own way and we have to learn because the more you learn, the more, you know, the more, you know, the more you act, the more you act, the more natural it becomes. It's like learning a language, learning a musical instrument. It's difficult and frustrating. If not something, you just sometimes want to throw your hands up and say, I can't do this. But the key here is We have to be humble about it. That's what we talked about yesterday. We have to humbly ask for the gift from God to pray. Okay, next, the life of prayer. Prayer is the life of the new heart. It ought to animate us at every moment. Okay, I'm going to stop here. Do you recall how many times I say living in the spirit of God? constantly talking and listening to the probing of the Holy Spirit in your heart and praising and glorifying him throughout your day. That's what I'm talking about. It ought to animate us at every moment, but we tend to forget him who is our life and our all. This is why the fathers of the spiritual life in the Deuteronomy in the Deuteronomic and prophetic traditions insist that prayer is a remembrance of God often awakened by the memory of the heart. We must remember God more often than we draw breath, but we cannot pray at all times if we do not pray at specific times, consciously willing it. These are the special times of Christian prayer, both in intensity and duration. How many of you have a truly intense and long prayer time with God every day? The tradition of the church proposes to the faithful certain rhythms of praying intended to nourish continual prayer. Some are daily, such as morning and evening prayer, grace before and after meals, the liturgy of the hours, Sundays centered on the Eucharist are kept holy primarily by prayer. 
The cycle of the liturgical year and its great feasts are also basic rhythms of the Christian's life of prayer. I remember my spiritual director told me, why don't you just eat according to the liturgical calendar? I was like, what? But it made sense. If you're going to form your conscience, which forms your actions, your thoughts, your beliefs, your words, why wouldn't you go ahead and form your body along to it too? So on days like today, the Feast of St. Peter and Paul, you celebrate and you have the food maybe that you don't normally have. And then on Fridays, you know, typically, if it's not already some sort of other feast day, we can fast a little bit. And of course, look at the other, you know, martyrs and things that these particular saints did. As we know, we have six weeks in Lent that's supposed to be a repentant time. Just something to consider because I believe that the liturgical year and why it's so important to read the daily readings, whether you're going to Mass or not, I truly believe that this has been mapped out, that God's trying to tell us something even right now, even in this time. Not 2,000 years ago when these books were written. Last point, the Lord leads all persons by paths and in ways pleasing to him. And each believer responds according to his heart's resolve and the personal expression of his prayer. However, Christian tradition has retained three major expressions of prayer. Vocal, meditative, and contemplative. They have one basic trait in in common, composure of heart. This vigilance in keeping the word and dwelling in the presence of God makes these three intense times in the life of prayer. So tomorrow we're going to get into the vocal, the meditative, and the contemplative prayer because they're very different and the outcome is very different. And I want you to imagine until we speak tomorrow, how incredibly mystical contemplative prayer is and how amazing mental prayer is when we truly meditate. And at this time, we are asking the Lord through scripture, through, I like scripture. I've said this to you all the time. When I read through the daily readings, I find something that jumps out at me. It could be the theme of everything that I just read. It could be one word or it could be a verse. It may be in the readings, the gospel, the Psalms. It could be in the Alleluia prayer before the gospel. But I'm telling you, there's always one thing. And then I sit with it and I allow God to speak to me. He doesn't come in an audible voice. He speaks and puts thoughts into my head and my heart. And then I have to discern if it's God, if it's me, or if it's Satan. That's why it's so important to nurture our prayer life, make it 
struggle through the hard times, the battles that we have with prayer, and know that every single step that you take closer to God, Satan wants to kick you off that path, to push you over, to bring you down, to give you all the excuses in the world why you cannot pray. You certainly cannot pray contemplative-wise. Certainly can't meditate. You're too busy. Your mind is all over the place. I mean, this is truly how it goes. And we will read a little bit on the battle of prayer and what happens to us when we try to pray. This is why it's such a gift. That's why we have to approach it humbly and why we need to continue to pray so that we can hear God's voice and know it's God's voice. Discernment is difficult. And for those who don't pray, how in the world do you know God's voice? Remember, it's not coming in the fire and in the wind, and it's not coming through your phone, it's not coming through your TV. Things may, may hit you and poke at you and make you think. But that's what you take to prayer, right? That's when you sit with God and you say, Lord, what is it that you're trying to tell me with this? Because every single day, we should have an outcome of what we're supposed to work on that day. Otherwise, the word is not working on us. Remember I always say the more you read the word, the more the word reads you? Because that should be what's happening. Scripture should be not something that happened 2,000 years ago, but oh my gosh, right here today, right now, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I think God's saying. Oh Lord, I need more. Shut down the computer. Turn off your phone. Get into your private prayer corner, your Christ corner, your sanctuary for serving the Lord and allow him to say, this is what I want you to do today, <laughs> just today, not any other time. And I think that's the one last thing. Okay. So there are, I know this is getting a little bit long, but I won't make it as long as yesterday. Revelation of prayer. And I'm not going to get into this, but these are the different kind of ways that we can pray. Like types of prayer, if you will. But the other one are expressions of prayer. So I mentioned verbal, vocal, sorry, mental and contemplative. This just basically says there is in the age of the church, there are certain things that we have been told about prayer. There's blessing and adoration. Blessing expresses the basic movement of Christian prayer. It's an encounter between God and man. In blessing, God's gift and man's acceptance of it are united in dialogue with each other. The prayer of blessing is man's response to God's gift because God blesses. The human heart can return, bless the one who is the source of every blessing. So we can bless other people. We can bless God and adoration is the first attitude of man acknowledging that he is a creature before the creator. I mean, it really kind of puts us in our place, so to speak. Then there's, of course, the prayer of petition. This is where, you know, we go to the Lord for certain 
things in our lives. There's a prayer of intercession. That's when we take our prayers and we pray for somebody else. We can also pray to somebody else to have them intercede for us, like Mary, St. Joseph, other saints, Jesus as well. Then we have prayer of thanksgiving, and this is like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's not forget, in the Mass, which is every single day, we profess always and everywhere, Lord, we should be giving you thanks. It's our duty. It's our salvation. It's right and it's just. And how many times do we give thanks in all circumstances? Continue steadfastly in prayer. Be watchful in it with thanksgiving, like St. Paul says on this beautiful feast day of his. Prayer of praise. This is where we recognize that God is God and God is awesome. It's only about God. It gives glory to God for God's own sake. It's beyond what he's done, but simply because he is. Okay, we're going to stop here today, but I hope that this is, is warming your heart. Tomorrow we're going to talk about vocal prayer, mental or Christian meditative prayer, and how different that is from the New Age stuff and contemplative prayer. And then I hope that we can talk a little bit about, excuse me, the battles that we have when we pray and why we must still pray. It's not a feeling. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. And you choose today to give God your time or not. Time being our currency with the Lord. So it's up to your heart. God's constantly calling you to speak with him, to sit with him, to find that peace in the crazy day. And I promise you that if you do it more and more every day, it will become something that you need, something that you crave. Oh, I need to go into prayer. Because that's where you find God, in that peace, in that silence, in that solitude. I want everyone to seriously make the decision to build the most important relationship in your life. And that's the one with the almighty God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, God the Holy Spirit. I love you all. Go do this. Search this stuff up online. Take that step. I'll put in my video prayer program in the description. If you want to try that, try something, (laughs) please. All right, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day and find something more with God. Take care. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. 
Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.